I remember when we first talked about doing a podcast, I was kind of like, well, where do we start? Then I reached out to a friend who had been doing it and he referred me to Anchor. So first thing I was like, it's free? And he was like, yeah, it's free. And then the second thing I realized that you don't have to have a recording studio. You can do the podcast from anywhere that you want. Uh, they have all kinds of creation tools and you can record, you can edit, and you can do it all from either your phone or your computer. But one of the best, best things for me was when it came to distribution. I was really worried about that, but Anchor actually distributes to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a bunch of other places, so it makes it super, super easy for you. Plus, you can make money. You don't have to have a minimum amount of listeners, and it's just kind of like having everything that you need for a podcast all in one place. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Half and Half Podcast. Hey. Hey. What's up? Dude, we're in your new spot. It's weird right now. It is. You're a little grumpy, I yeah. can tell. <laughs> I'm also hungover. Are you? You went out yeah. last night? No. Um, my. So, as you know, I'm selling my house to my, my mom's house to my in-laws. Yes. So, since it was Mother's Day... Uh, her mom and her, well, her parents essentially yeah. did a cookout for us at my mom's house. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, so that, that's what's brought upon that amazing text message yesterday. <laughs> Dude, when you, when I read the words, I owe you an apology, I was like 26 years. I think it's more than one, <laughs> but all right, let's start with one. <laughs> so those of you listening, um, when I, when I got there, what it was is, uh, Daniela's dad needed to use the beer cans themselves for something having to do with whatever he was cooking. Oh, okay. So he needed us to drink a beer so he can have the can. Yeah. And so they were like, "You, I hadn't eaten all day. And they were like, you want to chug this? And it was a natural light. <laughs> a drink of the gods. I have not had in probably 26. I don't know. It's been a long time. Probably late 90s. Yeah. Maybe early 2000s, depending on where we're at on cash flow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, it was, um, and I've already had people um, kind of ragging on me for it. Why? Like saying, what? Like, are you serious? I, I Ragging I, on it because it's you drinking that or because of the because, natural light itself? Yeah, because it's natural light. Ugh. But, uh. I remember I took a sip. Okay, so two, a couple of things. One, I really, I hope this thing's recording. I think it is. Sorry. <laughs> um, sorry. For those of you listening, I'm trying to monitor because we're in our new spot. And I'll, we'll get into that right now. And, yeah. Um, but I guess it was just like when I tried it, I was expecting the worst. Mm -hmm. I was expecting it to just just tastes horrible and i like was like skunk beer yeah right? i was like yeah. wow this is actually pretty good yeah and um i only drank like maybe half of one because we were just just had those couple of cans yeah uh but it was good it was really good um i also drank uh Michelob ultra which i hadn't had in forever also see that i can't do really i don't like it 
Really? Well, one, if you're going to do it, do it right. Right. Why take half the shit out? Yeah. Two, I don't know, man. It gives me a headache. I can have one or two. Mm-hmm. If I go past two, I get a headache instantly. Hmm. Hold on. Let's let's pause real quick. All right. We're back. Sorry. Yeah. For the technical we're, difficulty. We're in a new spot. Mm-hmm. And we are in real time actively trying to manage the hiccups. Yes. So that it's you very, will encounter. It's so different. It's it is. You know, I got used to our old spot because one, it was your house, so it felt cozy. Mm-hmm. But it was dim in there. For anybody who doesn't know, your studio was dark gray. Mm-hmm. You put on these mood lights, right? Yeah. Like I wanted to make out with you type, <laughs> type of scenario, but no, it's it's gonna get like that here too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because today you have a project going on here. Yeah. You're gonna have a mural mm-hmm. put up, painted, however you want to refer to it. Yeah, so just to give some background for those of you listening, um, obviously we haven't done a podcast in like a while. It's been like three weeks. Yeah, which is I think the longest we've ever gone. And uh, it's really been because we've been moving the recording studio to, um, so here in El Paso, um, my business partner for this and buddy, Mr. Pepe. Pepe's. Pepe Magaña. Clark. Clark. Clark Magana, I oh, think yeah. is how you say it. Um, he's a, 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 a badass in his own right. Um, anyways, we've uh, we've teamed up. He had a school here. Um, had or has? Had, has. I don't know. I mean, he has a school here, right? But what, we're do- what we did is we tr- we're turning it into a studio. Oh, so yeah, 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 yeah. back, if you listen to the podcast in the beginning, you know, I'd spoken about um, I worked on opening a high school, designing it, creating the program model, all that good stuff. Um, <clears throat> what we've essentially done is we're moving the the lessons from this location to that school. Yeah. So we're also putting a recording studio in there as well, um, but there's more room to be able to have the lessons there. Um, we will be doing some lessons here, but it's going to be mostly for just like anybody over the age of 18. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. So, that. but most people doing lessons right now are kids. Yeah. So it's better that they're housed in a high school. And then that opened up the room here to be able to do the studio and then the podcast room. Yeah. So I want to be one of those students. My One of my lifelong goals is to be a drummer. Really? Like I can drum, mm-hmm. but I want to be a stupid drummer. Yeah. Like where every limb has its own brain like mikey box and pepe yeah that's yeah. the kind of drummer i want to be Where you just do it without thinking yeah yeah you know like you and i both we both play drums but yeah. like we don't consider ourselves drummers no not like them yeah you know what I mean? yeah it's just it's weird it's just and, and and then not only that not all drummers are musicians if that makes sense yeah some people can play the drums but they're just not quite musicians right but anyways um but yeah, so um, the mural that's coming in here is mm-hmm. going to be here in the podcast room. It's going to be awesome. It um, is. I can't wait um, to get that up here. So tell, let people know. Let people know about that. Like, what is what? When you say there's a podcast room here, yep. What do you want to do with this room aside from ours? So essentially, now we have it set up to where we can run other people's podcasts. Right. So, like, I'm trying to tell people, like, if you have a business, if you have a skill. If you like to just, like, you know somebody or you just like to talk, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like for business owners, like what the way I see it is that what better way to promote your business than to be able to talk, have a show where you talk about it and what you do and right. get people engaged and yeah. listening and understanding more, right? Because, right. Um, you know, as as a person trying to get clients, like one of the best ways to get clients in any any field is by talking to them and right. getting people excited about whatever it is that you do. Yeah. Um, and a podcast gives you that opportunity to do that. Right. Whereas, so you don't have to just like yeah. have, have meetings and meet with people and all yeah. that stuff. So I'm trying to encourage. And then plus there's a lot of people that have like awesome skills Yeah. that like, you know, one of the reasons why we did this podcast is because we love talking about music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, so, and we just love our, our, our bullshit conversations. So the meat and potatoes of it, of it is if you guys are inspiring podcasters, you want to start your own podcast and you don't know where to start, if you're in the El Paso area, you can come do your podcast here. Mm -hmm. You do your talking, you do your segments, and Paul and Pepe's company will take care of the rest. Mm -hmm. Right? Everything you, else. You'll edit it, you'll record it. Send them what they need, and all they have to do is post it to their things. Oh, you actually even handle that too. So we have options, yeah. yeah. So like one of the options is a full service option, where mm -hmm. essentially you come in, and you know we're gonna offer you drinks, snacks, whatever. Get I wish I had a beer right now, but I don't. <laughs> get comfortable, um, and um, really just sit down and talk, do your thing, and yeah. we handle everything else. Right. You get it distributed to all the major platforms, everything, and you know. Um, you get to come into a professional uh, studio environment and it's not, um, you're not talking off of your cell phone or whatever. Yeah. If, if you can't, a lot of people can't afford this equipment. So that's what I was going to say. If, if you just can't afford it, you don't know where to start. You're not uh, tech savvy, right. Yeah. In order to do this type of stuff. Um, you guys do it for everybody. You yeah. take all the hard work out. Person will just come in, record your shit. It's kind of it. like um, it's handled for you. I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk smack, but you know, I always end up doing it anyways. Yes, uh, and, and this is really isn't talking smack. It's just, but you know, for example, I I did a filmed podcast at K Fox, mm -hmm. and um, it sucks because it was actually a really fun podcast to do, and it was a really um, I felt uh, in informational um, for yeah. people, but mm -hmm. the quality was terrible, big time. And I was like, what is going on here? Like, this is a big network company, uh, organization, whatever you want to call it. They had all the, probably the top of the line stuff you could think of, but the quality was terrible. It was. Dude, it sound like you were, you guys had uh, tin cans, like from the 40s. Yeah. Talking to each other. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And uh, it was kind of a lost opportunity. So the idea being that if you come here, it's top of the line quality. Um, you don't have to worry about any of those things of sounding unprofessional. You'll yeah. sound as professional as can be. Yeah. And, uh, and, but at the end of the day, one of the most important things I want to get across is yes, having a podcast, uh, gives you all these extra opportunities, all these extra things that you can do. But one of the most important things to me is that, um, it's fun. It is. Like I don't want people to have come in and have fun doing it. I don't, I mean, for me, that's what we do. It's yeah. what we've done our whole lives yeah. but yeah it's actually more fun mm -hmm. when you know it's like oh i got a podcast right i gotta talk all my shit with my best friend <laughs> yeah you know what i mean right right yeah it, it really is people it 
once they do it and they feel comfortable, they're going to see how fun it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like you and I are talkers. We can talk to anybody about anything. <laughs> Forever. So this came natural to us. Yeah. But, you know, for those who um, who are weary of it, and like I said, don't know where to start, this is like perfect. Yeah. And like anything, it just takes practice. Yeah. You get better and better, you know, the first time. I've heard podcasts where people are like ridiculously nervous yeah. and it's painful to listen to. Uh, but I mean, even though, you know, we've been in this industry where like, you know, you don't have chance to really be nervous in terms of, you know, recording music, whatever, you know, being put on the spot, you know, we still grow as we go. And I feel like we get better because it becomes more natural as we yeah. don't, you know, we literally, well, you and I just literally have a conversation. <laughs> I mean, there's no overthinking it. And no. like, do I sound good? I don't give a shit what I sound yeah, like. I, it's just I, like, I just want to talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, man. I, I see this, uh, as long as people understand what's going on here. Yeah. I see it. I see it taking off big time. Yeah, absolutely. And then, I mean, the cool thing is too, is we also are set up to record bands. Um, oh, yeah. Music. Yeah, so yeah. we have literally six rooms in here. Um a drum room, a guitar room, a vocal room, everything, you name it. I mean, we're still um, developing as we go. We're still, there's still so much work to do. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like we have this great opportunity and and we're located inside a music store. Dude, that's, talk about <laughs> like the icing on the cake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, literally like if you... How many times have we been in recording studios and you break strings or something messes up and you're like, oh, God, now we got to make a trip all the way to the music store. Or you store. have to use somebody else's guitar and you don't want to do that exactly. because you're used to yours. Right. You know what I mean? And here we are in a music store. So literally in the main control room, you open a door and you have access yeah. to an entire music store. Strings, guitars, any drum heads, anything yeah, you want is everything. right next door. It's amazing. Yeah. So... But yeah, uh, I'm excited. Yeah, I think it's cool. I think it's going to be, um, like I said, once people un get a full gist, especially the podcast part, right? Right, right. Podcasts are, though they're ridiculously easy to do, again, if you're not tech savvy or you don't even know where to start, right. it's very intimidating. Yeah. Very intimidating. Right. And to say, don't worry about it. Just come press record. I'll take care of the rest. Right. That's what you guys do, right? Yeah, exactly. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to start my own podcast. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> We'll have uh, Adrian here wearing nothing but uh, uh, an apron. Exactly. Serving drinks. That's, oh, man. Is that one of the perks to bring people in? <laughs> yeah. Do I get a drink? <laughs> of course. Outstanding. <laughs> Count me in. You'll, that, even, you'll even get your own spritzer. Dude, that, that apron will get lower and lower as the beer flows more and more. <laughs> um, yeah. So also, too, we have like a big screen TV. We have, you know. Oh, you do. That's, that's another thing. You guys are going to offer recording. Yeah, that episode, yeah, right? Yeah. So filming it so they can YouTube mm -hmm. it, put it on Spotify does videos now too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's yeah, one of the reasons it. why we're getting the mural put up because we were like when our podcasters want a film, it'll we want it to look cool. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. So Not, where can people find you guys at this point? So Cause, right. Because that because getting back to that real quick, people are probably just imagining a room that we're sitting in right now, yes, is four white walls with yeah. some microphones and shit. But once the mural comes up, I mean this is gonna be Really cozy and inviting, right, right? Right. So where do they find you guys? So right now you can go to um, Nevermore underscore 
records underscore eptx on instagram you can also go to the let there be rock el paso website uh, but more importantly if you want info um, you can send over a text or an email you can send an email over to paul ward at nevermorerecords.com or you could send over a text if you're local to 915-328-9610 don't anybody get any ideas that's uh, <laughs> business only because i will be offended and mad <laughs> yeah, and we've already got uh, a, f- a couple, actually, of tours, people coming through. Um, oh, we've yeah, got a few people that. that are actually interested. Um, so that's something that's important, too, because what's going to happen is they're going to schedule their slot. So let's say somebody schedules an awesome slot, like on a Friday at 6 o'clock. Like, that's a really – and for me, that's a great slot because I'm like, yes, after this, I'm going to go next door. There's a bar next door, and there's a bunch of food here, by the way, in the <laughs> area as yeah. also – like um bahama bucks let's not forget <laughs> yeah. my favorite place right on next Earth. door they're opening a ramen place oh really yeah yeah and then over here is a, like a crab shack and then there's a cincy bar that has great food like we're in like the yeah you guys are spot. in a prime spot especially in, in el paso you have a few big streets that everything happens on yeah and saragosa is one of those streets yeah where it's always jam-packed exactly you know what I mean? and so yeah um so anyways so slots are gonna people are gonna take those prime slots yeah and uh like with us our podcast we can do it whenever right um but i think we're gonna yeah we're probably gonna move now to weekday mornings right i'm sure your week but works it works out for us because like right now nobody's here it's just you and i and what i love about this is that i just work like the guitar business around this schedule Mm -hmm. and it just works beautifully speaking of we're almost there (sighs) i know man well actually no we're there yeah yeah we're there we're there we're there (laughs) (laughs) Guys, the next couple of weeks is going to be very crazy for Nevermore Guitars. And yeah, hope hopefully everybody jumps in. And whether you buy a guitar or not, you yeah. know, I want people to see it and yeah. share it. And you know what I mean? So far, just the small sneak peeks and glimpses I've given to people. People love it. Yeah, the full guitar. I, I don't know. We haven't spoke to Eric about it, but I'm going to say is revealed in the next week to two weeks maybe Mm -hmm. yeah 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 absolutely i'm even thinking this week did you bring it no (laughs) well the thing is is i well last night i had to go see my mom Uh for for mother's day right so i got all my stuff in the the the, what'd you call it the straight edge oh yeah 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 so i want to i want to to make sure everything's high and tight Yeah. yeah and that's just for our first official complete guitar we've got others that are already to just be put together behind it mm-hmm. but we want to make sure that this first one is just perfect perfect um we're so that way we can anything that we find that we need to change we can make a quick adjustment on the other ones now so, yeah but yeah but we're we're, we're right there we're there it's yeah. beautiful it's absolutely beautiful i'm excited a few people have had the privilege to see it because i my boss is awesome as shit he lets me take it to work to work on it yeah <laughs> so some of the guys at work have seen it and they're like dude that's an amazing guitar. Yeah. So I think we're on the right path. I think so too. I'm pretty happy with how it's coming out. I yeah. think um, I think all of our visions have come together. Absolutely. When you take three people's ideas and, and lump it together at first, you're kind of like, fuck, is it going to work? <laughs> yeah. But it actually worked. Yeah. It yeah. actually worked this time. Right. You know what I mean? And uh, I, I wonder, since we're the one that came up with the design, I wonder what people think when they see it. Um, just i mean I, I one of the first things that comes to my mind is i think it's not a gibson it's not a fender no. yeah. what it is it's it's our 
um, it's our way of saying, okay, a guitar is a guitar at the end of the day, right? right? And no matter how much you want to be different, sometimes people just go way too outrageously different. Yeah. Uh, sometimes people are too subtle where it looks too much like a regular guitar. Yeah, absolutely. And this one, I think we kind of wanted to find that balance in between yeah. um, to where it had uh, its own unique look, but at the same time, it still manages to be a guitar right. at the end of the day. Right. And, th and that that's where I always have to explain to people because, you know, I work with people who aren't musicians. Right. They know what guitars are, obviously. But um, I have to tell them, okay, you have a Fender and you have a Gibson. Fender has their own body. Gibson has their own body. Uh, PRS has their own body, so on, so on. So ours, it's a Nevermore body. Right. There is not another body shape on it. Right. On this earth. Yeah. Like it on this earth, excuse me. Mm -hmm. So the bulk of it is a normal guitar, pickups, electronics, what have you. It just looks, it's our own looking body guitar or whatever the fuck <laughs> yeah, you want yeah, to say. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, of course. It's like a, a flying V, right? There's variations of a flying V. Yeah. But you know, like, a Randy Rhodes flying V versus whatever, right? So, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, and that's just our way of, obviously, there's a lot of guitar builders out there that just really rely on building the guitars that already exist. Yeah, um, and that's and, what we didn't want to yeah. do. Exactly. We, we really wanted to set ourselves apart from when you, like I'm saying, the way I always explained it to you and Eric was you walk into Guitar Center and you see a line of guitars, you say, oh, Gibson, Fender, Nevermore, blah, blah, blah. You yeah, know what I mean? Because exactly. just by looking at the body, you know. You know whose guitar is what. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And our headstock, we have our own headstock. Like mm -hmm. everything is ours, designed from top to bottom. <laughs> it's, it's crazy how much work we have put into that thing. Dude, <laughs> this one fucking guitar. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's yeah. like I almost don't want to get rid of it because of all the <laughs> shit we put into it. I, know. You know? <laughs> I was looking at the, you know, when you edit the design on the computer, mm -hmm. um, I think we were we're easily close to like a thousand design adjustments. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's unbelievable. And but see now now the heart now that everything's coming together, shit's gonna just start flowing better. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like you and I spoke the other day, all the hiccups we've encountered. Mm -hmm. The next five guitars after this and are fucking sleep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. So all the hard work's been done. There's still more hard work, but yeah. we're, we're getting there. Yeah. These stools are not as comfortable as I was hoping. They're not. <laughs> but, you know, I'm still trying to get used to it. Like I know. I miss the cozy room. Yeah, I know. Yeah. The light's too bright in here. I miss I'm hungover, I'm, so it's like... I miss sweating because we have to turn everything off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> getting naked yeah all of it oh man. yeah so you know i wanted to do something a little different today well let me start off with the chat okay you want to do the chat yeah, yeah all right welcome to another segment of the chat so my chat for the day i'm about to blow your little italian mind it's nobody new he's been around for ages but i myself i've known this artist my whole life right mm -hmm. people call him dad music or what have you and um and there's this movie that I love, 13 Going on 30, right, uh -huh, with Jennifer yeah. Garner. And a piece of this song is in that movie. And every time I'm watching the movie and that song comes on, I'm always like, God damn it, I love that little part. Mm -hmm. So like two weeks ago, I went and I said, I'm going to find this song. I already knew who the artist was, so it's not like I had to dig deep. I found this song. I listened to it literally a million times that day. And it pushed me down that rabbit hole. And I listened to the entire catalog. And he is now one of my favorite artists in the whole entire world. And this person is Billy Joel. Oh. Dude. Wow. 
Do you like him a lot? Yeah. Have you heard yeah, enough of, course. of him? Of course, yeah. I hadn't. I heard like his fame. Like I know who he is, right? right? Piano Man and We Didn't Start the Fire, all that hoopla. I never disliked Billy Joel, but I was never like, oh my God, I fucking love Billy Joel. Right, right. Until now. Yeah. The man's a fucking genius. He's a genius. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. a song called Vienna. Mm-hmm. Um, have you heard that song? Probably. I've, oh, I've listened my. to a lot. I'm just not good with Dude, song titles. My God. That song is fucking amazing. Right. Amazing. So I'm pretty sure everyone's like, oh, you idiot. I, I never said I was going to bring nothing but new bands on right. to the shack. Right? <laughs> right, right. Dude, If for those of you who haven't or maybe you've only heard one or two songs, Billy Joel is the fucking man. He's a genius and everyone needs to listen to him. It's like uh, the other day you, you mentioned to me that you started listening to David Bowie. Yeah. That was on our last podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, um, it's it's crazy how... You're coming around. You're starting to listen to older stuff. It's it's, it's weird. I I do want to give you kudos, right? <laughs> but it's a little bit of that, and it's a it's a lot of bit of music fatigue. I'm fucking just tired of everything mm. right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's not that I ne- I don't wake up going like, oh, I can't wait to listen to this album today. Right. Like I normally do. Yeah. It's been like a couple of months like this. So yeah, maybe you're right. It's a little bit of our challenges, and a lot of bit of just like. Pushing myself, pushing myself, you know what I mean? Plus, I mean, I think it makes you, when you do go back to listening to the current artists, perhaps it might make you appreciate them a little bit more. So, for example, let me give you an example. Um, I never really listened much to, um, what are they called? Fleetwood Mac. Mm -hmm. Okay. But, like, bands like Local Natives, for example, they give Fleetwood Mac, like, all the credit in the world as to who and how they are. Yeah. So what I've actually done is because of that, I've gone back and I've listened to Fleetwood Mac and I'm like, oh, okay, now I get it. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, I've never heard anybody say Billy Joel has inspired them, but... But I'm sure there has to be a level of inspiration somewhere. I just don't think I listen to that type of music. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. For me to find that artist. Right. But yeah, he blew my fucking mind, dude. Again, I found that one song, Vienna, it's in my favorite song of his. And I just said, well, what else does he have to offer? Right. Dude. It's just, the, when I think of Billy Joel, I think of just like genuinely good songwriting. Yes. Catchy. Yeah. Groovy. Everything fits perfectly. Yeah. He paints this picture in his songs, right? There's like a texture to it. You can feel the song. Mm-hmm. You can visualize what he's talking about. Like, it's, it's, he's amazing. And it's just like a good time. Like, it just puts you in a good mood. It does. And <laughs> I, as soon as I found out I loved Billy Joel... I called Gussie right away. Uh-huh. I didn't call you because I wanted to save it for the chat. I <laughs> yeah. knew once I've, day one, I said, oh, this is going to be my new chat. But I called Gussie right away and I, I told him the same thing, right? It's just like, you know, you have to check it out. And he did. And he's like, oh, dude, I fucking love it. And I said, right? <laughs> and I, what I told him was, is that I'm not, I'm not mad that I'm finding these bands way later on in life. Like, right. I love that I'm doing this now. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, had I listened to, I mean, Billy Joel is way before our time, <clears throat> but had I listened to them growing up or listened to him growing up, I don't think it would have hit me as hard. Right. Or I would have really known or felt the true magic of Billy Joel. The dude's, I'm telling you, the guy's a genius. Right. So I'm glad I'm finding these things out later on. Same That's, thing with David Bowie. It's so funny how half and half we really are. <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, I mean, like two weeks ago, <clears throat> I went out of town with Pepe. Yeah. And so I went on a like I've been on a hardcore like have you? Yeah, man. Like shit. So 
b e p e plays drums for Strife. Mm-hmm. They're hardcore balls to the wall.、Um, and we had a, a boys trip. <laughs> That was his drum tech, quote unquote,、um, for that big LA show. Yeah.、Um, and so. You know, I, you know, I love, we, we both love hardcore. Oh,、right? absolutely. But even though Strife is really、uh, <clears throat> popular, famous, whatever you want to call it,、yeah. I really wasn't familiar with them. <laughs> and、um, I mean, I, I had heard them,、yeah. but I, I didn't know their songs. I,、um, and then they played uh, with, uh, it was kind of like a co headlining tour,、um, show with Terror.、Yeah. Um, so again, even Eric. Told me, dude, we've seen them live. And I was like, what? I don't remember ever seeing them live. But he, sa- he swears that we've seen them. He says it's at least a couple of times. Terror?、Mm-hmm. Really? And I don't remember. It's, it's not that I don't like the music. I, I love that music, right? I just, I don't know. I, I jump back and forth through that. You do. And, well, you know. you know what? You jump back and forth on, on, the, on the heavy thing. Yeah. A yeah, lot. yeah. Oh, I yeah. Mean, you went through like two years where you. <laughs> Maybe even longer, but、yeah. you had nothing to do with distortion. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then all of a sudden it was like you were back in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, a little bit leading up to that trip, I, you know, I listened to some of their stuff. And then、um, it was cool. I mean, it was really cool just being out there, being at their rehearsals.、Um, the show was freaking amazing. Yeah. The, I mean, the little clips that you sent me、yeah. of all the stuff was. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, crazy.、Like、one of my friends,、uh, Jaime, he told me, he says, he's like, so you finally got to experience like a real hardcore show,、yeah. something that you're like, we'll never experience that anywhere else but like LA, you or, know, or I mean? New York. Or New York, yeah. yeah. And it, that's exactly what it was. It was great. I've never been to a show where there's not a security standing behind a barricade, like telling people to like calm down. This、yeah. is literally people. Jumping on and off stage, grabbing the mic, no holds barred, yeah, grabbing the mic from the singer, yeah, screaming with them. Yeah, it was amazing, it、yeah. was so much fun. It was so much fun. Um, plus, everything in between that、uh, we did was just awesome. Um, but it was a good time. So, anyways, on that note, is now I'm like on this real hardcore tip where I'm trying to find like the most heaviest music I can find. Um, Like, my brother's a big fan of Infinite, Infinite Annihilator. Infinite. Oh, man, you're digging deep.、Yeah. Ew. <laughs> That's too heavy. <laughs> It's super heavy, but like, I'm loving it, you know? Are you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? I, I'm not going to give him credit and say, like, I love it. Like, Which brother are we talking about? Eric. Oh, okay. Eric. Yeah. If it was Jason, I would have said, fuck Jason. Because I think it's like one of his favorite bands. Oh, <laughs> Jason, yeah. <laughs> but, um, But it's got me to the point where I can tolerate it at this moment, you know? Yeah.、Um, when it, for me, when it gets brutally heavy and it's the whole time, yeah. Fucking black, I can't do it. No. It's just, it, like, I get like a, a tick, you know, where it's like your head starts <laughs> going with the tick, 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 tick. I mean, because back in the day, that's kind of where I started, right? With, it was always like about how heavy can you go, which is why I loved Pantera so much, because I remember when I heard. Uh, the Far Beyond Driven album. That was the heaviest thing at that point I had ever heard in my life.、Uh, 
um, beyond like Cannibal Corpse or you know what I mean. Yeah. It was just something about that heaviness that was just different for me, and I I'll never forget that feeling. And it's always trying to refeel that again. Yeah, you know, uh, refeel is that even a word? Um, it is now. <laughs> and so now it's really hard to find bands that really give you that like. It's like how heavy can you really go? But there, there's a there's levels of heaviness. Like there's yeah. like Cannibal Corpse where it's like death metal, and that's heavy. But there's hardcore bands that I f- find them to be heavier. If that makes any it, sense, it makes perfect sense because heavy, heavy to me is not like the blastiest blast beats of all beats with fucking just stupid gutter rolls and fucking... You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, to me, that doesn't make anything heavy. It's like I've always told you, the breakdown on Hums, Stars, mm-hmm. is one of the heaviest riffs I have ever fucking heard in my life. Right. It makes me want to punch people. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So like, yeah, I, I definitely see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, so that's that's where I'm at right now. Even though I also have... Look started. at that. Infant Annihilation and Billy Joel. Let me tell you something, people. <laughs> If you want to know what we're about, it's, it says it right there. That yeah. statement alone is literally, we are always half and half. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Once you start listening to something heavy again, I'll probably be. Well, actually, you know, I'll, in addition to that, I've been listening to a lot of reggae. Reggae? Yeah. Really? I don't know why. Just Ziggy Marley, Bob Marley, yeah, shit like that? Yeah. Wow. I just, uh, I, I don't know why. I just, uh, one day, I just wanted to hear something reggae and I've just been listening to it and. Of course, the typical shoegaze stuff on top of that, whatever. Oh, but please stop. Yeah, shoegaze will never be out of rotation for me. Yeah, ever. Um, but yeah, it's weird. That is weird, dude. <laughs> I, here I thought you were gonna trip out on Billy Joel, but here I am tripping out on Infant Annihilation <laughs> from you. Yeah. That is weird, man. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean the Billy Joel thing is pretty awesome. Matter of fact, I went for some food and a drink the other day, and they were playing a David Bowie album, and I thought about you, and I was like, I haven't listened to David Bowie in forever, yeah, but I I love David Bowie, and I was just like, God, this is this Adrian, yeah, Adrian was right, like I need to go back and I need to sit down and listen to this. I just need to be in the mood for it. Space Odyssey is one of the world's greatest albums ever fucking written. Yeah, I'm I telling you, to. his first two albums are the best ones, right? Hands because again, on the third one, you you start hearing that. That 70s rock thing that, you know, I'm kind of not too fond of, but I feel better about it because of, of our challenge or what have you. Yeah. But <clears throat> the first two albums are just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. I need to go back. Yeah. I just need to get in the mood. So, um... You need coffee or some shit. You need a pep uh, Actually, you're up. right. I have coffee, too. Where the hell is my coffee? Your, your, I left your, it over there. Your black cup over yeah, there. Yeah, that's right. Dang it. I need it. Yeah, you do. <sighs> I'm so hungover. <laughs> natural light does that too (laughs) so i wanted to do something different today so you your wife danny um you guys have been or had taken like this weird little test the enneagram test oh yeah right right so you've been talking about it for for weeks Mm -hmm. the other other night i was on a night shift and you texted me please no as a matter of fact danny prompted it she texted me and she's like you have to do this what have you i downloaded it and i did it yeah and um, you explain the Enneagram. So the Enneagram, I've known about Enneagrams now for, I learned about maybe three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a personality test that essentially you take the test and it determines your personality type. That personality type is determined by a number. Right. It's unbelievable how accurate it really is. Matter of fact, when I was um, taking part in the designing the high school process, we were... 
working alongside another group who was designing their high school who already had like a kindergarten through eighth grade program. And they actually had their students learn, take the test regularly mm-hmm. to know their personality type. So that way when they work collaboratively or whatever, they um, were able to be more successful um, because obviously it's like, it's like any personality, right? If yeah. you were a three and you're a one, you're probably not going to be compatible. But it's not like we walk around wearing a three and a one on our foreheads. And know I'm, I'm going to start wearing a six on mine so people know. <laughs> oh, Mm-mm. But there's nope. a million-dollar idea right there. I had told Eric the other day, I was like, dude, imagine creating a singles bar where everybody that walks in knows their anagram and they wear their number so they know exactly. like, Because we've gotten really good at understanding. Like, I can sit down and talk to somebody and learn a little bit about somebody and I can say, you're a number or whatever. Yeah. I've gotten really good at it. Like with you, I knew you were a six yeah. before you even took the test. But I knew it. What did I tell you? To me, you're a perfect 10. <laughs> <laughs> I knew like... Uh... Well, the, that, that's the weird thing about it is Danny had guessed I was a nine. Yeah. And you had said hardcore six. Yeah. Uh, by definition, I'm factually a hard six, mm-hmm. but I do cross that nine line. Oh, though, yeah, yeah. So lot. you can branch out. Yeah. yeah, you can branch out. So and... what I wanted to do is I wanted to give our results. I think it'd be cool for people to know like what we are yeah and how we tick like you're a seven no danny's a seven oh danny's the seven you're the three yeah that's right you're a fucking three (laughs) look at me and danny closer to 10 and you're at a three (laughs) so um okay so we took ours you're a three you want to read yours yeah yeah so i am the achiever (laughs) so let me let me let me kind of just say this shit is so accurate. It is. When it's, I read yours, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? That's <laughs> yeah. crazy. And and it sucks sometimes because there's times where you have to be brutally honest with yourself and you yeah. have to, uh, in order to improve. And that doesn't mean you're stuck at one number. Like yeah, you, absolutely. You can branch and you can, uh, for example, uh, there's instances where it's like a number six under stress can be more of a nine. Right. So, right. Um, but when I read this, and whenever I've ever had anybody, uh, I've introduced anagrams to them, they always, I've never had a person come back and say, nah, it's not right. Yeah. Or, nah, it doesn't describe me. Like, horoscopes are like that, right? Where yeah. It's a toss-up. Uh, with this, it's just unbelievable how accurate it is. Yeah. Like, like I'm a Taurus, and Tauruses are um, known for being stubborn. Yeah. I give in to fucking every man. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not stubborn at all. Yeah, yeah. You know exactly. What I mean? So I'm a three. Uh, um, I believe believes love and approval with will be the reward of performance, achievement, and success. Oh mm. my god, man! Like yeah. I hate how driven I am sometimes. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I get annoyed with myself. Adjust and adapt self to the desired image. Equate self with performance. Keeps busy. Focus on looking good. Misses own feelings. Yep. Deceives self about own needs. Yep. Mm-hmm. Gifts. Um, optimistic, accomplished leadership, efficiency, positive and confident. Goal, be productive and feel outstanding through personal success. <laughs> Dude. Right on, that's right on the head. Yeah. We can't ever do shit just to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. But you know what? Learning about my Enneagram has actually made me consciously aware of myself and, and my actions mm-hmm. and, and trying really hard to make um changes where i feel like i can be too much like let me give you an example to me monday through sunday 
I feel like I need to be productive. Yeah. It could be seven o'clock at night or seven o'clock in the morning. And if I am not working on something and being productive, I feel like the scum of the earth. Yeah. Um, where I've actually now have tried to make a point to allocate like, okay, you know what? I'm going to play video games for an hour. Yeah. And I'm going to try not to think about work or anything other than that. Yeah. You need it. Um, I've always cared a lot, and, and this is hard for me to admit, but I've always cared a lot what people think of me. And um, I think it's more of a... <laughs> half and half, dude. Because I say it on this podcast yeah. all the time. I don't give a fuck what you say. <laughs> and I don't even mean like in terms of how I look. No, or, yeah. You know, well, like, look, to me, God kissed you on the forehead. <laughs> We've always said it. You're beautiful. <laughs> no, I think it's just this... Uh, since I was a kid, I never wanted to be seen as a failure. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so that's part of why I've always strived so hard to be successful. It's, I don't, to me, I feel like, and, and I'm not talking about like random people I don't know. I'm yeah. talking about in the eyes of you, in the eyes of my kids, in the yeah. eyes of like uh, my my parents, you know, anybody. Like I, I want, I've always wanted to strive to be the one that um, those people look at me and be like, wow, you, you know, you've worked so hard and you did it. You did yeah. it. You, you know what I mean? But even then, when I am successful, I always feel like it's not enough. Yeah. You and never are satisfied. <laughs> I know. Ever. I could literally be like president of the free world and I'd be like, all right, what's next? Yeah. What's, <laughs> what's going to happen? Am I taking on the universe? Yeah. Yeah. So, I, dude, you're, when I read yours, it was like to a T. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean... Like you just said, with your success, right? Like I always know when we're involved something together, it's gonna happen. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right, right. But um, yeah, I, and to me, like when you had told me about these enneagram things, I was like, because mm. <laughs> the hardest part for me, and I'll get to mine right now, is when I was taking that test. I am the epitome, the definition of devil's advocate, mm -hmm. hands down. Mm -hmm. You look up devil devil's advocate, my face will pop up because <laughs> right. I'm always like, oh, I understand. But I could see his point too. Right. Or right. yeah. So when I was answering those questions, I was like, mm, yes, but no at the same time. Right. So right. it was hard for me. So I had to sit there and be like, all right, dig deep. Who are you? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. Because I lose myself in people a lot. You mm -hmm. know, whether it's like, and people will see what I'm talking about right now or hear what I'm talking about right now when, when I explain mine. I, my life goal and mission, and this is the best way I can put it is to make everyone around me happy. Right. At my expense, at all costs. Right. It doesn't right. matter to me. Mm -hmm. If if I have to wear your burden for you to be okay, and I walk away with the heavy shoulders, but I know you're smiling, right? I'm good. That's why you put out for me every time. All the fucking time. I'm like, dude, I'm so sore and tired, but I got you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my mouth cannot take anymore, but I got you, buddy. Don't you worry about it. You know what I mean? Right, right. So... Mine, I got, I'm a type six, right? Mm -hmm. And the type six is the loyalist, mm -hmm. which it's like I just said, <laughs> yeah. if I love you, I've got you for life. I'm right. not, I've told you before, I'm that type of dude where, like we have friends that we no longer speak to, both of us, right? right? You for a different reason, me just because I just, I fell off the face of the earth, right? I had to be a dad. I had to grow up. Right. And some people take that hard they take that separation hard like oh fuck you you stopped talking to me i'm like no bitch i grew up i had a family to fucking raise <laughs> exactly. what do you mean i stopped talking to you right you know and i'm like the fucking phone works both ways let's not forget that right my phone's not ringing off the hook either my man but um and if i haven't seen anybody in 15 years and you come back to me or, or our, our paths cross again 
to me, the only thing that's changed is time. Right. I still love you. Right. I don't, we, we pick up right where we left off. Right. No grudge, no animosity, whatever. If I loved you before, I've got you for life. Right. If the words I love you have come out of my mouth and I've helped you in some way, shape, or form, I'm going to help you forever. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So the description is too much fear of fear. Duh. I'm fucking scared of everything, but I hate that I'm scared. And I, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Seek safety from harm in a dangerous world through vigilance by imagining the worst case outcome in order to prepare. Dude, that right there. When I read that, I realized I do that to my kids. Uh-huh. I uh-huh. prepare my kids for everything. I always tell my kids, you have to prepare for the absolute worst. You walk into any bar, you walk into a restaurant, the first thing you do is you scan that place because you need to know, one, where the exits are. Right. Two, you look for the shifty motherfucker and you stay far away from that dude. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I start anything, I'm, I don't think about, oh man, it's going to be so much fun to do this. I think about, okay, what happens if it crashes and I don't... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, by imagining worst case, okay, yeah. Looks for the hidden agenda, mistrust others. See, that part I couldn't agree. I trust everybody. I fucking trust yeah. everybody. Yeah. Too much Too, to yeah. where it's, it's affected me a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, is both obedient and rebellious with authority. Oh, yeah. Yeah, big time. Um, ambivalent? I don't even know what that means. What does ambivalent mean? Um, let's look it up. Um, I, I, can, I know what it means. It's just hard to put it into words. While you're looking it up, I'll keep going. Ambivalent and decisive for fear of error. That's another thing. That's true, because when I start shit, I'm like, but what if I mess up, and then I look stupid, and you know what I mean? Yeah. My gifts are, I am warm, loyal, intuitive, imaginative, usually great sense of humor. Duh, I carry this podcast. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Goal, uh, achieve security through careful observation and alertness. So, if you're ambivalent, you're you're you're, essentially you're undecided. Uh. You can go either way. Which <laughs> you damn right I can, buddy. That's one of my many gifts. Yeah, so it's uh, you're undecided as whether or not to take a proposed course of action. So it's like yeah, you can you can go gay or you can go straight. You know, it's oh. a very extreme. Most of the time, I'm going to do both. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So this is me to a T. Mm-hmm. Other than the mistrusting, I fucking trust everybody. Right. But this last part, the goal, achieve security through careful observation and alertness. Hands down. Right. I always need to keep you, everybody around me, safe. Right. So I'm constantly alert. It's like, because you're one of the only people I trust in this world, when you tell me, trust me, yeah. I'm telling you, sweat pours out of my body. <laughs> when you tell me that, because my initial goal is like, came but have you thought about what happens if right. this happens yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? you're yeah. like fucking i'm gonna do it and i'm like i'm gonna do it with you but <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what i mean yeah no it's 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 totally you um i know there's a lot of stuff in there with the number six about um being introverted and but see here's the thing i'm not yeah so that's that's what i'm saying is that here's i feel like how can i say this I think everybody has a certain level of being introverted. Yeah, um, to a some, degree. Well, not everybody. Some people don't, right? Like even myself, sometimes, um, not very often, yeah. but I can, I can be introverted and I have to force myself to be. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like that's something that you have where you can at times be a little introverted and then... I can, but it's not... 
on my part, right? Wait, this is how I am. My biggest goal in life is to be the world's greatest dad, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's why oh, I thought my... you were going to say bass player, but whatever. Oh, I already am. <laughs> I already, I already accomplished that years ago. <laughs> so I've become a social recluse, a hermit, um, introverted by practice, not mm-hmm. by nature. You right, know me, I'm right. the social butterfly. Yeah. We went anywhere in the 90s and early 2000s, yeah. I'd walk out with five, six friends. I'm the guy who walks up to everybody. <laughs> right. and like, I love being out. I love being social, right? But just through practice, you know, my wife's on the introverted side, so it's like, I'm not going to go out without you, so I got to sit here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or like, you know, you got to protect the kids or you got to stay home for the kids or what have you when they were growing up. So it's like, I just, I've become introverted through practice, mm-hmm. not through yeah, that makes sense. personality. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I, even at work, I fucking talk to everybody. I'll be somewhere in a restaurant or a fucking convenience store. Right. I try to have conversations with anybody. Yeah. I love people. I genuinely love people. Right. And my goal is to like help be that dude for people. Yeah. Which which sucks because a lot of people get mad about that, right? I have arguments within my my circle. It's like, you love that about me until it affects you. Because right. Because I have to say, wait a minute. I helped you yesterday. Now I'm going to go over here. Right. Now right. you're pissed off. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it totally makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. I could see that, how it's progressed into being more introverted now. Yeah. Like, if my wife all of a sudden were like, we need to go out and start drinking, I'm like, oh, fuck, all right, let's go. I'm going to call <laughs> Paul right now. Where we <laughs> Bring it up. I, I want to read Eric's, because Eric is, like, perfect. Does it say cute, small, and short with the littlest hands on earth? <laughs> <laughs> the littlest hands that'll slap you? <laughs> uh, believes being strong, powerful, and domineering is the only route to safety aggressive and impulsive Mm -hmm. there's a lot of aggression in that little body yeah there really is expresses anger readily but has difficulty feeling dependency or quote softer emotions yeah holy shit yeah admires strength denies own weakness or fear Uh (sighs) uh-huh yeah gifts are he's courageous good leadership qualities powerful straightforward protective of the weak and the goal is embody power through control and dominance. That if that's not him, I don't know what is. That dude, that's a lot of mean in one little package. You know <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that is him, dude. You know what's so weird? You reading that to me now. I'm I'm paying attention, but yours is coming to mind. Mine's coming to mind, and it's like this is the perfect hodgepodge of numbers for. A business because when you guys get all fuck fear and you're like i already called 90 million people and i'm like but wait a minute we don't even have one guitar <laughs> exactly <laughs> isn't it it's right? so weird and then he's so angry he'll get a guitar and like manhandle it. manhandle the fuck out of it and break it and fix it and be like here and i'm like dude it's fucked up those little hands and he'll those be little like, hands do work buddy it, it always reminds me of on friday it's not enough. Make oh, it enough. Make it enough. <laughs> so with Eric, it's like, it's broken. Ma- fix it. Yeah, you fix know? it. It's just a little bit of glue. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like, but now I'm going to spend an extra eight hours fixing something when we could have just been not aggressive about it and taking your time yeah. and got it going right. Yeah. Oh, God. Right? But it's totally us. And dude, that is, those three numbers are what's going to make this business shine. It's, you know what it's I mean? crazy. Because how many times have I told you guys, all right, y'all need to time the fuck out. Let's take a tea real quick, a hard tea, and <laughs> yeah, let's reevaluate what we're talking about here. Dude, and Daniela attempts to avoid fright and pain by escaping into fun, pleasure, and imagination. She's bubbly. Sees, yeah. yeah, sees life as limitless possibilities and many options, 
moves away from restriction and boredom and goes toward freedom, variety, and interesting experiences. Difficulty with commitment and follow through, which I always give her shit about. I'm Mm -hmm. like, but you're committed to me. But anyways, uh, motto, don't worry, be happy. (laughs) That's totally her. Uh, Outgoing, playful, creative, imagination, optimistic, idealistic, love of life. Goal is to stay upbeat and excited through current enjoyment and positive future. Dude, like, she is the most optimistic, positive person. So whenever she has a moment where she's not, Mm -hmm. I'm always like, what? What's going on? What happened? What are we doing? (laughs) Why aren't you laughing and making me... uh, making you know making fun of me or whatever yeah. like she's just so fun all the time all the time um but yeah so i mean again that's like her to a freaking perfect t it's crazy it's crazy how these you know when you had told me about it at first i was a little apprehensive right because mm-hmm. my mind went to straight to um zodiac signs and shit and I'm right like, Dude, how good? but then right. i started re- when i when i was answering the questions i saw okay they're, they're really trying to Pull it out of Yeah, you. and it's a long yeah. test, right? Yeah. Like 30 minutes, probably. Yeah. Mine took me long, like I said, because I, I'm wishy-washy on shit. I see both, man. Yeah. Like, my sister hates that about me, because right. she's always like, can you believe this motherfucker? And I'm like, oh, what? You want me to kick his ass? And I'm like, but at the same time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so anybody listening, I highly encourage you to um, figure out what you are. You'll learn a lot about yourself, but figure out what the people around you are because yeah. you'll learn a lot about them. I actually change how I am with certain people if I know they're in a Dude, it's funny that you mentioned that, okay? You see how my voice got yeah. real high right there? <laughs> so, everything you got. Everything you got. Everything you got. <laughs> so, be honest. Yeah. You're never a dick to me. Right. But because of my number, uh-huh. you tend to poke me more because you know what's in me, but you just have to get me right. to move. Exactly. But I've noticed you've been a little bit nicer to me lately. Really? Is that because of my number? No. Honestly, I've, and, and perhaps it is cause of more because of my number. Mm-hmm. I've been really trying hard to be more positive. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> stay that I, course i i tend to uh, and, and and part of it too is also like daniela's like i feel bad because she's bubbly and fun and happy and i'm always the debbie downer and and, and my problem is though is that it's not like she could be like jumping around making jokes and everything and it's not that i'm not paying attention i'm actually laughing internally but that's my problem is that i'm not showing it yeah and it's because i'm so focused and so worried about the businesses i'm worried about um you know finances and investing like my brain is always there yeah and i hate it yeah and so what i've tried to do is i'm trying to detach and trying to be more positive and and um and so yeah i mean you know you need to do i've told you for years i'm not a a professional editor. I don't know everything about it, but <clears throat> philosophy has been a part of my life for like four or five years now. Mm-hmm. Right? I just love philosophy. I read up on it all the time. And philosophy also sometimes leads into like self-help, the self-help movement. Right. right? Though I think self-help movement is very toxic at times, but we can talk about that later. I, I, I agree with you. But what I've learned along the way is, you know what you should do? What's that? Because you're such a... a um, a high strong person you need to be doing shit all the time and you have to be structured i read i read an article one time where if you were to set up a timer mm-hmm. every day an alarm clock that says 10 30 
video game time. Your brain, because of how you are, will go, whoop, time to take a break. And you will go play video games yeah. and give yourself that downtime so that you have my to tea force time. yourself. There you go. Your tea time in the morning. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like my biggest thing is I need to learn how to start. What I learned from that, I've known it my whole life. Mm-hmm. I, need to, I need to learn how to say fucking no. Right. I'm, I am not the no guy at all. Yeah. I'm like the guy like, do you remember in Pursuit of Happiness at the end, part in the closer to the end where his boss was like, hey, Chris, you got $5? And he's like, uh, and he only had $8 to his name. Right, right, right. And he gave him the five. Right. I would have given you eight. I would have yeah. said, five, here's eight. Go buy yourself something to eat. And, <laughs> you walk and, away, and like... walk away fucking starving. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's, I can't say no. Right. I can't. Yeah. Cannot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's times when you and I are not bickering, but you're like, dude, come on. And I'm like, well, it's not that I'm... It's not that I don't want to do this because I already said yes over here too. Right. Like I got like nine things I have to do because I can't say no. I can't be like, no, man, I got X, Y, Z to do. Right. I'm always like, I'll make it work. Stand right there. I'll make it work. And it's funny because in, in the business world or like the professional world, I've had to force myself to know how to say no. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. I'm kind of like that too. I'm yeah. like that, you know, you're like, take down your pants. I'm like, okay. Oh, I guess. I'm like, not in the mood, but all right. <laughs> Drop them. Yes. That, you're not in the mood? That's why God created lube. <laughs> Doesn't matter if you're in the mood. <laughs> Speaking of lube and, lube and butt sex. <clears throat> That's a great I made, segue. <laughs> I made Daniela watch uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bound by Honor. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> blood in and blood Such out. It's a fucking great movie. Uh, yeah, it really is. Dude. Bought those locos forever, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. It was the whole time, you know, it's one of those things where I was just like looking at her yeah. like, just to see her reaction to everything. Yeah. Oh, man, it was good. Dude, I don't one, know. one of the best parts is when uh, when Popeye, when Miklo actually gets into jail, right? Mm-hmm. He, Popeye corners him in his in his um oh yeah in give his me some John John. yeah and he says I'm gonna fuck you like the little white beach that you yeah. are give me some John John <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's scary about that guy is that guy actually looks like one of my dad's best friends really yeah when we were kids growing up like he passed away years ago but uh, he looked a lot like him so it was always like oh my god it's, that's him and he was in prison he was like uh, you know, he went to prison a lot uh, for really? a long time too that's so, scary yeah. Yeah. that dude walked into my house and be like oh party's <laughs> over. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's such a great movie. It's like you and I both love <clears throat> gang movies, mobster movies, yeah. right? Dude, Bound by Honor, American Me, um, Echo Park, or also called Me Vida Loca. Mm-hmm. Dude, I just love, I love anything that has to do with gangs. Yeah. Dude, gang, do you remember Gangland? You used to come oh, on, yeah. uh-huh. dude, years ago? Yeah, oh, yeah. I watched that show fucking religiously. Yeah. I just love gangs, man. Yeah, we should start one. <laughs> <laughs> Me, you, Pepe, Eric. <laughs> Danny, <laughs> fuck Jason. I don't want Jason in our game. <laughs> well, it's like back in the day, we we spoke about how when we were in a band, when mm-hmm. we were younger. It was band, like being a gang. Yeah, like all the, everybody had like beef, like bands had alliances with other bands and it was always like potential for a fight happening. It yeah, was fuck so swim. Stupid. Right? Fuck yeah. swim. Fuck boot. What do you mean fuck swim? <laughs> yeah, it was so dumb. Um, but I think that was like, just the competitiveness of everybody yeah i don't know i mean we are still number one no matter what so. <laughs> <laughs> um can you see how much time we've done i don't i can't you want me to get up and see yeah i should have brought the ipad in here so um while you all are listening i don't i was normally right in front of my screen so i can monitor our recording 
Now I'm a room away. 58 minutes. 58. Oh, we're, we're only at one hour. Yeah, well, he's supposed to text me on his way. My guy's coming at 10. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of schedules. The other guy, you whore. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I'm, I'm really... So kind of going back to what you were saying, I'm really glad that you've taken to the Enneagram thing. I have, but you want to know a little secret? What's that? It made me more crazy about myself. <laughs> like crazy? Like, crazy, like where I'm like, oh, that sounds great that I'm like that. I sound like a nice person, so <laughs> you want to do it more. <laughs> oh, and it's done the opposite for me, half and half, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like I said, I've, I've always known I have to say no more. Mm-hmm. But it's just the things that people ask me for, I've, I can't say no to. Right. It's, right. It's, it's not like they're asking me to like, oh, let's go hang out. Fuck, of course I'm going to say no to that. But it's like, dude, I need you. The minute I hear I need you, I'm like, whoa, okay, what do we got to do? Mm. Or what do you want me to be? Do I have to call him? What do you want me to do? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is it going to require two of us, 10 of us, 12 of us? I can do it by <laughs> myself if you want. I mean, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. It's like, I just, I was put on this earth to help people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, and that's a big thing for me. I've, I've always been really big on wanting to help people. Um, I don't know. And I always feel like there's not, I can't do enough in terms of helping people. And you haven't used our superpowers together to your advantage. Cause you know what I would have done? I would have been like, Adrian, I need you to do me the biggest favor and go help this guy. And I'm like, I got you. What do you want me to do? <laughs> oh man. Um, oh, there he is. Let me see. I think he's on his way. Oh Yeah. Yeah, he's on his way. So, right. well, we could wrap it up there. We got a good one. We're back in action. The studio's back up. Um, so, real quick, just to recap, Billy Joel is a fucking genius. I'm sure you guys have heard his name, but if you haven't heard his music, go listen to it. And I guess at this point, we'll plug Infant and Annihilation too, just to <laughs> really drive home half and half. Um, yeah, if you guys see to it, Enneagrams, they're incredible. I was skeptical at first, but um, I really think they help if you really struggle on wanting to know who and how you are or wh- even why you are the way you are. Right. I think it sets you in that right path. So if you guys are bored, you and your wife, you and your boyfriend, you and your husband, boyfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend, doesn't matter, try them out. Maybe you guys get to know each other and be like, I wanted to kill you yesterday, but now I get that it's not your fault. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Um, also, if you want to do a podcast, we are here. We're yeah. open. Get a hold of us. Email me. Message me. Um, 915-328-9610. Send me a text uh, or email me, paulward at nevermorerecords.com, um, and we will get with you. We've got a lot of interest right now, so um, those really good scheduled spots are going to start going quick. Fast. So. so if you're like a weekend person and you work 9 to 5, the sooner you call and book, the better. Yeah. And, of course, it's you know it's not free. I'm no, not absolutely not. Pricing. No, but see, uh, it's I, definitely I was, worth Yeah what we're doing we're actually charging like literally like less than half of what other places absolutely other cities anyways when you told me the packages yeah i was like dude you're fucking giving this shit for free yeah and i kind of see it as this is where i want to start so anybody that joins us now that's going to be their price forever as long as they're with us but eventually we'll go up there because i couldn't believe i was actually kind of shocked at what other places charge yeah so Um, and and everybody think about the perks you're going to get a beautiful room professional studio professional recording right yep. all distribution and me handing out drinks in an apron <laughs> and just to recap 
the apron gets shorter as the drinks <laughs> flow more. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, everybody. Appreciate it. Till next time. Again, uh, it took us a little longer this time because of the move, but we're back in action. So, expect more on the weekly. Yep. Thank you for your patience, and we'll see you all, hear you all next time. Later. Bye. Bye.